I'm pulling my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for the drive to work. Okay, so today is another in my two color philosophy uh, podcast. Uh, this time I'm up to red green. Okay, so what I do in these podcasts is I talk about the colors and I talk about kind of philosophically what the colors have to do with each other, how they relate. Um, okay, so the first thing I always need to do is real quickly talk through um, the essence of red and green and I'll talk about what the, where they overlap and stuff. Okay, so red is the color that believes um, in following your heart and in, in that inside you, you have an inner voice that knows what you want. And the key to happiness is listening to that. You know, if you're happy, celebrate. If you're sad, cry. If you're mad, go punch somebody. You know, that that Red really believes, um, Red's whole thing is the idea of freedom through action. That I want to do what I want to do and I want to be who I want to be. And part of really living life is being willing to take the steps you need to, to be who you are. To be true to yourself. Okay, green is a color that believes that the world is perfect the way it is. That the natural system is ideal. And that the real key to life is not not to change things, but to accept things the way they are. So green is all about growth through acceptance. That if you accept the natural way, that you know, the growth is part. It's not that, not that green doesn't like change, I guess. Green does like natural, natural evolution. But green wants you to embrace and become part of the world around you. Green firmly believes that you are born to be part of, you're born into an ecosystem. And that part of what you want to do is understand your role, accept it, and, and live it. You know, that, that you are really, that green wants you to be part of, of, of the system you were born into. That green wants you to accept your, your, your role and how you connect to everything. Okay, so what do green, red and green have in common? Well, the way uh, we were talking ally colors, the, the shortcut is to go look at the enemy. Uh, their shared enemy is blue. So what's blue all about? Okay, well, blue is all about the idea of um, perfection. Perfection through knowledge is blue's thing. That blue wants to be the best that it can be. It believes everyone is born a blank slate and that through proper knowledge and education and training and with the right tools that you can become the best version of yourself. So blue is very much about seeing the future, about, about making the choices that make you become the best thing that you, you can become. Well, red and green, the opposite of that is red and green aren't about the future. They're about living in the now. They're about accepting you for who you are. You know, blue is all about becoming something. Red and green are about accepting who you are as yourself in the now, in the moment. So for example, um, red is very impulsive. Um, green is very instinctual. And what that means is red and green are the colors that actually can act the fastest because they're not, you know, blue acts the slowest. It's thinking things through. And blue, red and green are all about living in the moment. So they are like, I know what to do. I feel it. Now, whether or not it's, a, it's a, an emotional impulse or uh, a, a drive, you know, an instinctual drive, that red and green know what to do because they feel it and they should do it. And so red and green are definitely the most um, uh, immediate in their action. They're the ones that most are about, uh, I don't need to spend lots of time and energy thinking things through. I don't need to weigh my options. I know what I want. Um, and so red and green are very much about accepting, sort of accepting within is how I like to say it. 
You know, that blue is looking without. Blue is saying, oh, where can I go find external things that can change who I am? Red and green are about, I am who I am. I need to accept who I am. And the key to understanding what I need is looking within. You know, that I will have feelings and thoughts and, you know, I will have things that just, I have to act out and I will act on those. Um, Red and green are also the most about the importance of sort of, when I say live in the moment, doing things and being things and, um, you know, red and blue is very much about inaction, right? Blue is about, I don't want to do the wrong thing because if I do the wrong thing, I might miss an opportunity. So I want to be very careful and deliberate. Well, red green is not that. Red green is the opposite of its shared enemy. It is not, uh, it is not, you know, it is not carefully think out its things. Red and green are like, I have something to guide me that something comes from within and I will, I will act and I will be, and I will do what I need to do. Um, the other big thing about red and green is, um, that red and green are, they're, they're internal and, and they're spontaneous. You know, they, like I said, the blue, blue is not at all about spontaneity. Blue doesn't just do something on a whim. Um, Red and green also, not not only are they all about sort of living in the moment, but they're also about the idea that um, there's a boldness to them. Um, you know, blue is a little bit hesitant in the general of, blue wants to make sure that everything is carefully thought out. And red and green kind of thrive in, in, the, in the moment. Um, that the, so one of the things, uh, to use my Meyer Briggs, uh, in the Meyer Briggs, they talk about. There's one of the things talk about. What gives you satisfaction? Uh, is it the act of completing something or the act of doing something? Um, and blue is very much where the act of complete. I, I want to think about something, figure out how to get there, and then when I've done it, I have done it. That's what makes blue happy. Red and green are about the act of doing. Red and green about you. you if you can't enjoy, the way red and green think is, if you can't enjoy what you're doing and why you're doing it, why, you know, like, that's what life is about. Life is about living in the moment and enjoying what you're doing, and the happiness is, it's not the end result, it's the act of being, the act of doing, you know, and that um, red and green very much favor um, all the things that, that make, that make acting in the moment exciting, you know, the adrenaline, the, you know, the, the, all the sort of, um, there's a lot of things that really can be exciting if you embrace the now. And, um, yeah, red and green are definitely the color pair that are most about sort of, um, living moment to moment and making choices that are, that, that seem right at the, at the time. You know, the idea of acting on 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 pure instinct is definitely red green. Um, one of the things, for example, when we look at, at groups that are red green, um, because they're not about planning, because they're they're about sort of living in the moment, that they tend to not have a lot of structure to their lives. You know that they you know it, it's not as if um, red green is sort of like I. Because I'm I'm living in the moment and I'm doing what I want to do now, um, 
I live in somewhat, you know, a, a, there's a certain chaoticness to it. Um, like, one of the things about it is, um, if you take a look at Green, and you look at, sort of, Green believes that um, nature has a wild side and a calm side. The calm side, the tranquil side, that is more where Green connects with white. You know, when Green, when I'll, I'll get to that in the, in the next of these podcasts. Um, but Green's tranquil side is on the white side. You know, the, the Green very much has a part of it that's all about the group, right? Green very much understands there's a web of life and we all interconnect. But that that is the on the white side of Green. Green also has a more selfish side, a more feral side, a more, you know, do what I got to do, hunt what I got to hunt sort of side. And that's what ties into red. That green definitely believes that nature has a chaotic element. And the chaotic part of green is the part that's tied to red. You know, the idea that things are going to happen and that, you know, like life is messy. The world is messy. Nature is messy. Green gets that, you know. I mean, red, red for example, is the enemy of white. Red very much lives in the chaos. Red is like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I understand that in, in, in the act of doing that, I'm creating chaos. Not that Red calls it chaos, but Red understands the idea that there is a, a beauty in things, uh, of not thinking things through, but, but just sort of living. And I mean, Red believes that everybody should be free to do what they want to do. That is the antithesis of laws or rules or any of that. Green, while Green does believe that there's sort of structure and larger rules to a certain extent, um, Green is like, look, there, there's a wild nature. There's a feral nature. You know, nature has a wild side. And that when Green gets together with Red, it really embraces the wild side, you know. Um, and Red and Green really have this sort of life philosophy that, hey, things are going to happen and you'll deal with them when they happen. You're not going to worry about that ahead of time. You do, you do what you got to do, and when it comes time to deal with stuff, you'll deal with them. But red and green, red and green are not about thinking of, of long-term ramifications of things, um, especially when they get together. Um, it's sort of about when you, doing what you want to do, and then when things happen, things happen, and you'll deal with them. You know, if I'm mad and I punch somebody, and then that person wants to start a fight, okay, well, now I got to deal with those person wanting to fight with me, but... The idea is that it came out of the natural state of where you are. That if you're being true to yourself, if you're listening to yourself, if you're doing what you want to do, okay, there's ramifications of that. I hit somebody, maybe we get in a fight. That means I'm getting in a fight. Um, and it's not... It, red and green look at sort of the wildness, the chaoticness of it all. And it's just like, that's the messiness of life. But red and green sort of like, but that's the beauty of life. You know, the beauty of life is the rawness of it, is the immediacy of it, is that people, you know, people act and do things. And, you know, um, if one creature eats another creature or, you know, you hit somebody, you get in a fight, that's just the way things are. That, that is, that is not like other colors might say that, you know, you've created chaos that you didn't need to make. But red and green are like, that is a chaos that always exists. You know, 
red and green sort of look at other colors and are like, you can be in denial, you know, you can sort of lock yourself away and protect yourself, but but the heartbeat of life is what matters. Like being 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 there in the center of everything is that's what living's about. You know, living isn't about sort of locking yourself away in some sort of stale environment. Um, it is about being, you know, life is a grandiose adventure. You want to be part of that adventure. You want to be part of it. So what Red Green really, really embraces is this idea that um, don't look at the, the wildness, the chaoticness, the, you know, that that is what life is. You know, it is not... The idea essentially is, you know, if you live a life locked away behind rules and stuff, you're not really living life. You're sort of, you're sort of fencing yourself away from life. And red and green want to be part of it. They want to live it. They want to act it. They want to be it. You know, they want... Part of the, of the joy of life is living life. And yeah, there's ups, there's downs. That's part of life, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody wants to eat you. You got to run for your life. Well, that's part of life, you know. And that red green doesn't shy away from that. Red green is kind of like, I want to accept life as it is and not try to, to change it in a way that just that, be part of it, be in the moment, live, be there. Okay, so what do so that's where red and green agree. That's what they have in common. They they really have this live in the moment sort of mentality. Okay, so how do they differ? So the way I look at how uh, allied colors differ is let's look at their, the other ally of each color and each of their other allies are enemies with one another. So green's other enemy is white. Red's other enemy is black. Okay, the black-white conflict is the good of the group versus the good of the individual. Um, white believes that the most important thing is the welfare of the group. You should make all your decisions that maximize that group's welfare, even if it's not necessarily in your own personal best interest. Black is like, forget that. Each person should be looking out for themselves. If everybody looks out for themselves, then there's somebody looking out for everybody. Um, so when you look at green and red, green definitely errs on the side of the group, and red errs on the side of the individual. Um, green does believe that there's a larger web of life. That not only do you have a role, but you have a role that, that ties into the larger stuff. I mean, the reason, for example, you, you, you need to fulfill your role um, is that other people depend on you having the role that you do. If you're a predator and you don't eat the things you're supposed to eat, well, that throws out, it throws the web of life out of whack. Like, your role as a predator is to eat the things you eat. Um, and so... Well, green has a wild side and definitely embraces that and, and recognizes that because that's part of nature. Green does have this over, overall mentality that while you're doing what you're doing, you are serving a larger purpose for doing it. Yes, 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 the individual creature should do what the individual creature needs to do. And if you're hungry, definitely eat. But the reason you're hungry, the reason you eat, is you're part of an ecosystem. And the fact that you're eating things is helping that ecosystem. That yes, yes, you're living out and doing things you need to do. Ah, but part of that is part of the larger system. And that you have to respect and understand your role in the system. That you have to understand the needs of the group. Red, red looks within. Um, 
You know, red just has, has a selfish quality that it's driven by what it feels. Well, what it feels is, is very, very much helping itself. Now, that's not to say that red can't help others. Um, red is very passionate. And if others mean something to red, if I'm in love with somebody or my, I'm friends with somebody or I'm loyal to something, you know, red, red does have passion and loyalty. And, you know, red does have emotions that make it care about other people. And when somebody else is in jeopardy, well, hold on a whole second, I'm going to sneeze. Because <laughs> it hiked to myself. Um, when somebody that Red cares about is in jeopardy, Red will act. Where Red and Black differ in that way is Red, when Red looks inside and it's personal, Red will, Red is willing to put its, you know, Red will put itself in jeopardy to help somebody else. But it's because there's other things that Red has feelings for those other characters, other people, that they mean something to Red. Red, Red is less likely to just go help a random stranger, but, you know, a loved one, a friend, like, Red will fight for the death sometimes to protect something he cares about. Um, but Red is very internal and individual in, in its desires. It wants to do what it wants to do. Yeah, it likes, it likes a system of freedom so everybody can do what they want to do. Um, but Red is very self-focused. So the conflict between red and green very much, well, both of them have a wild side and both definitely embrace living in the moment. Um, green has a bigger picture of sort of what role that plays and green cares more about how others are impacted. Not that red can't care and not that red, you know, not that red is, um, red can care about other people, but, but in, in a more selfish way than, than green cares. Um, so when, yeah, when you're talking about their internal conflict, it is very much about sort of who are you looking out for? Who are you embracing? Um, and like I said, green, green fundamentally, when you get down to it, does care about the larger system and red cares more about itself. Okay. So what exactly do the colors care about? Um, what is their end goal and, and, and where's the overlapping of that end goal? Okay. So red wants freedom. Red wants to do what it wants to do. Red wants the ability to, to, to live. The red doesn't want to be constrained. Red's big problem is it doesn't like things that keep it from doing what it wants to do. Green, very much about acceptance. Green wants to, green wants to grow. Green wants to, you know, be part of the natural system. Okay, so where's the overlap between freedom and, and, and acceptance? Um, and the idea there is that you can sort of see where they lean together. Um, red believes that the way to live life is by accepting that this inner voice that you hear, that this inner feelings that you have matter. That red very much wants you to accept. I mean, green wants you to accept the world around you. Red wants you to accept the world within you. Red wants you to accept, you know, that... that the idea that if I feel something, I need to act on it. I, I need to accept that that's important. Um, green wants to have a freedom to let life live as it's going to be. Green's big problem is when um, other colors, blue and green, I'm sorry, blue and black in green's case, um, try to change the natural order. They try to... They don't, they don't accept their role in the universe. Or they don't accept... Um, you know, they, they try to mess with the, the, 
the delicate web. Um, and so green very much, like red and green start crossing over together in that um, they had this shared idea that there is, there's a natural state where the world is at its best. The natural state for red is everybody's following their heart. Everybody's doing, listening to their own internal compass. Green is where everybody's accepting the role they play and is being part of it. But in both cases, in red and green's cases, sort of ultimate happiness, the ultimate end goal is about recognizing that there's a system already set in place that can bring you happiness. That part of being happy is recognizing this system exists. Now given, red system, green system, a little different, but the, the, the key to happiness is an internal discovery, you know what I'm saying, that, that part of what both red and green want is, um, and like I said, the, the internal discovery is a little bit different between red and green, but they share this idea that part of, of growth, part of, or part of life is coming to grips with sort of a larger truth. And either you you lean into a larger truth and thus are happy, or you lean away from a larger truth and that leads to unhappiness. You know, that if you if you reject your role in the ecosystem or you don't listen to your inner voice, that's the path of doom as far as red and green is concerned. So where they overlap and share, it's this real sense of of recognizing and understanding what the world is about and what your role is and what you have to do. Um, and, you know, they I, I think red and green really believe that the key to happiness is, 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 is two steps. One is recognizing and understanding where happiness comes from. And second, acting on it. You know, red and green are definitely, you know... Shared Enemies Blue, who's the most about inaction, they're the most about action. So part of Red and Green's end goal also is, it's not just recognizing, but it's then living that life, being that life, fulfilling that life, being in the moment and living in the moment. And, and <coughs> you know, Red and Green really feel that... <coughs> Sorry. Red and Green really believe in the idea of being in the flow. And what that means is that there's part of life, there's an excitement in life in being... um, The the idea of the flow is that when you get in the the, the movement where, you know, everything is moving and and you are being part of the movement all around you and that you, you recognize... That there's an excitement that comes from from living, knowing that at any moment things can happen and dealing and, you know, that there, there is, there's a great excitement from being part of what's going on, being part of life in a way that is immediate and, and you know, um, that you can, that you can feel it. And so if you're, if you're living a red-green way of life, it is like, I am trying to enjoy every part of life. I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to be present. And I'm trying to um, not numb myself, not 
not live in denial, not pull myself away, be there, be in it, and be and be part of it. Um, and so how does it achieve these goals? But what is red and green? Well, like I said, part of it is an internal rec- recognizing what's going on. Part of it is a, a, a mental uh, a mental acceptance. You know, a, a mental uh, you know a, a big part of sort of the red green philosophy is that you have to you have to get it. You have to know what you want. You have to know you know you have to you have to know that. So part of it is is an un- an understanding. Um, Another part of it is the, um, there is a energy that comes from interacting and being part of life. Um, you know, that there is a, a lot of what red and green sort of believe is that if, if you, if you understand this is true and then be there, if you're present for it. That there is a, um, it, it is something that I mean, you, you will feel it emotionally, you will feel it physically, you will feel it spiritually, you will feel it, you know, like it, emotionally, physical, spiritual, uh, even mentally. I mean, you'll when you're living in the moment, you you can use all these things and you can focus toward it. And so, it really, it's about. Um, Understanding and action. You know, it's about understanding what you need to do, taking action to do it. Um, and so that 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 is how red and green are about achieving its goals is is really not being afraid, not being afraid by making mistakes, not being afraid by doing you know by like the idea that red and green believe is hey life's messy. If if something goes wrong, you'll fix it, but don't don't be afraid of the thing going wrong. Don't be afraid of the idea that. Um, I, I, I shouldn't act because maybe I'll do something wrong. Ah, so you do something wrong. So then you'll do it right. You know, like, um, and the other thing that the red and green believe is part of learning is doing things wrong. So getting things wrong is not a bad thing. Making mistakes is not a bad thing. You know, screwing up is not a bad thing. Um, as far as red and green are concerned, look, the, 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 way you, the way you become the best you is through experience. So that, that actually is, is a good thing that... Red and green are big on experience. They're big on um, you are going to become the best you by understanding what it is you want and by pursuing that thing and and recognize that you will get better at being you by being you. Like red and green very much has the philosophy of, hey, you learn by doing. You know, how am I going to get better at something? Do it. Do it. You'll fail. You'll learn from it. You'll try again. You'll get better. And through through repetition, you'll improve. Um, okay, so what does red and green despise? What 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 is negative red and green? Um, and I think there is the idea of um, red and green really dislike when external things keep you from this desire to sort of be true to who you are. Um, that could be um, rules or structures that prevent you from being what you want to be. It could be people that deny, you know, like, well, on some level, if you look at uh, sort of the enemies of blue and green. Um, so let's first look at uh, red's enemy white 
really says, I'm going to make structures that keep you, I'm going to make rules and laws that keep you from doing what you want to do. And black, uh, green's unique enemy, not shared enemy with red, is very much about, I'm going to do whatever I want, damn the consequences. And that I don't care about the ecosystem and I don't respect the ecosystem. And, you know, if I want to, if I want to kill something just for the act of killing it, I will. Um, and then the the shared sort of red green enemy is blue, which very much is about this idea of of inaction, of um, that that I want to I want to look at life from the outside rather than the inside. I, I want to um, a lot a lot of what negatively drives red and green is this idea that. Um, there's a lot of the other colors take this approach of I know better than life itself. That I'm not going to listen internally. I'm going to act externally. And I'm going to do things that keep others from being true to themselves. That That is where red and green, I think, have the most problem. Where something prevents them um, something like that some external force is saying you can't be true to yourself we will prevent you from being true to yourself and red and green do not like when you know they can't act in the moment um and there's a lot of different ways whether that is um a philosophy that sort of negates the importance of the things that red and green value um like a lot of what blue does that sort of causes problems is sort of say, hey, no, don't listen to yourself. You know, don't listen to your impulses and instincts. That's that's gonna, you know, don't, you don't have to be who you were born to be at some level. Blue is about, you can be what you want. So don't, don't let these impulses guide you. Don't let these instincts drive you. That you're, you're better than that. You can, you can be what you want to be. Not, you know, not what, not what you're, internal has to be. And, and red and green sort of like the, the, the thing that causes red and green the most problems is, um, anybody who is, is making the barriers to, to do that. And a lot of times it's, it's a combination of things. One is it could be, I'm setting up barriers that make it hard for you to do what you want to do. It could be, I am not appreciating the things you appreciate. Like, a lot of what blue does is it takes things that red and green care about and it frames them in a way to make them look like they're irrational or dangerous or, you know, that, that the way blue sees the world is one where um, you are, you know, it, 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 it takes all these things that red and green take as being fundamental and um, sacred and saying they're um, dangerous um, and, and should be avoided. And so red and green, I mean, the, the thing that really negatively drives red and green is anything that causes them to sort of slow down, anything that causes them to reflect, anything that causes them to have to, like red and green don't want to answer. Like that, that's another big thing is red and green are the colors least about talking. Um, you know, blue loves to talk. Even white and black like to talk. Red and green, ah, live your life. Um, 
nothing good comes about examining things or talking things through. Um, you know, red and green really much live in the idea that um, the way you become the person that you become, the way that you really embrace who you can be is by living, is by being. Um, and I think the thing that, that its enemies really harness is making people question their inner voices. You know, making people say, oh, is that impulse doing something bad? Is that instinct making you do something you shouldn't be doing? And it really works to question that. Okay, so now we get into the big question is, um, what are the strengths and weaknesses of, of the color pair? What, what does red and green do well? And what does red and green do poorly? Okay, well, red and green excel. Their strength is red and green is the color combination that can act the fastest. Um, it's the least tied down. Like, the natural state of red and green, especially when you get them together, is the most willing to say, I value listening to impulse and instinct and acting in the moment and, and not slowing down for anything. I trust my impulses. I trust my instincts. I trust that whatever I feel is the right thing to do is the right thing to do. And if I'm wrong, if something doesn't go the way I hope it'll go, I'll adapt. And that that adaptation... So red strength is a couple of things. One, it is the most spontaneous of the colors. It's the color willing to act the quickest and act the, the boldest. Um, you know, it is the color that most is, can most think on its feet and most, um, you know, it, it sees, it sees acting in the moment as, um, I mean, the strength of acting on the moment is the idea that it's not limited and not, you know, it it can, because it is willing to, to follow its feelings, um, it, it can act very fast and quickly. And um, it very much um, is adaptable. Another strength of red-green, it's probably the most adaptable color combination. Um, because it lives through action, you know, it is used to sort of learning through action and dealing through action. And if something goes wrong, it doesn't throw red-green. Red-green is like, okay, I'll just do the next thing. Um, uh, now, the biggest negative, the weakness of red-green... As I like to say, your your greatest uh, your weakness is your greatest strength pushed. Too, your greatest weakness is your greatest strength pushed too far. Um, so the idea is, red and green strength is that it can act in, in immediacy. It has spontaneity. It has adaptability. Um, but the downside is it's short term. It's short term thinking. That it acts in the moment. It doesn't think about ramifications of what it's doing. Um, and it gets itself in trouble because it it. It doesn't pride or value any sort of institution or any sort of larger sense of structure. It's just doing what it's going to do. And because of that, um, it can cause itself problems in the, in the long-term picture. That it is not a, a, a life of stability. It's, it, it is a life of, of constant flux. And while there is value in that flux, there also is danger in that flux. Um, and that red-green definitely, like, if you sort of said, what color is the happiest? 
I, I, I might say red green. It's doing what it wants to do. It's, li- it's living its life. It's there. It's in the moment. And red and green will have highs and lows. You know, it's not that everything's always great for red green, but it is. It's embracing who it is, and it's very liberating who it is. And so red and green definitely have a lot of happy times because it's, it's living in that moment. But on the weakness side, it it also causes itself endless pain. It also, you know, it also in one of the joys of living in the moment is you, you, you get to be happy now, but it can cause problems that, that can cause complications. And so red green is not the color that is very much about understanding what comes down the path. Um, the other big sort of, um, I mean, at some level, part of being adaptable, part of, of, of being able to go what comes to you is that it also, Red Green never has, you know, Red Green never gets formal training. Red, red Green um, will never be more than what it is to a certain extent. Um, meaning, the way that Red Green gets better is it does what it does and through experience it, it, it learns. But what that means is it, it is going to be what it is very strongly and very good. But it is never going to be anything other than what it, it's set up to be. That it's never going to, you know, get a formal training. It's never going to, you know, it, it's just going to do what it wants to do. And thus, it is not picking up other skills. It'll pick up the skills it needs in the moment, but it might not pick up skills that could help it in, in the long run. Because it's never, it's never planning ahead. And so it's never sort of doing things that might not pay off in the short term, but will pay off in the long term. Um, in general, what I'm realizing is I had a bunch of traffic today, so you get a little extra thoughts on Red Green. Um, the thing that I like about Red Green is that, you know, um, one of the things that I like about the color pie in general is I like to think that every color and every color pair has a view on life that is worth thinking about, that's worth examining. Um, Each way of life has its strengths and weaknesses, but it it is neat to say, what is somebody who is living the true, in this case, red-green experience, what are they doing? Um, And the thing that is kind of fun, the thing I I sort of enjoy about it, um, like one of the things that is neat to me is to say, you know, can I tap into my own, like, red-greenness? Where, you know... And, and the... There definitely is something... Um, of... Overcoming your fear of... Like, I think a lot of what drives people is fear. And red-green is the lifestyle that in some ways least driven by fear. You know, that... Um, it's kind of like... A lot of fear is, what if I do the wrong thing? And the red-green philosophy is embraces the idea that the the there's there's nothing bad in the wrong. You know that I know that if you look at blue or something, it's, it's this idea: if I do the wrong thing, I might forever mess up the long-term plan. I might you know I might miss out on uh, you know I want to perfect myself, and I might make the wrong decision, and then I'm not being the perfect me. Um, but red green really has this idea that there is no wrong. 
So if I do something and something happens, then I, I, I adapt to it and I learn from it. And that red-green has this really nice mindset that I, that I like about this idea that, hey, don't let fear run your life. Don't let, um, don't let the idea that things won't go the way you expect them to go be problematic. That sometimes in life, some of the joys of life is that something happens that you didn't anticipate. That something happens that you couldn't see ahead of time. Um, and that some of, of life's best things you never would know had you not experienced because sometimes things happen that you never planned for, but those could be the most exciting things, you know, and that in being in the moment, in living in the moment, that you get to, yes, you have highs and lows, but life's going to give you highs and lows, you know, but you get to experience things full hand. And that part of that life experience, part of, of being in the moment, part of, of just going with the flow is that you get to sort of see a part of yourself you might not normally get to see. And you get to learn about yourself in a way that you might not normally get to learn about yourself. Um, and that there's something very liberating about stopping to worry about mistakes dri- driving your life. That once you go out there and get your hands dirty and make some mistakes and realize, hey, you survived it, it you know, it's very liberating. That the red-green philosophy is a very liberating philosophy. It very much is this idea of... Um, there is an inner you. You know, there is a there is a, an optimized version. Like, for example, just a contrast with blue. Blue is like the idea is the perfect version of you requires time and energy to learn who that is. The red and green sort of perfect view is it's there. It's in you. You are the perfect you, but you got to understand it and maximize it and learn. It's not that red green means that you immediately are the best at what you can be. What red green means is if you just be true to yourself, the act of living, the act of doing will make you better. It will optimize you for who you are. That red green has this idea that you have, you have skills and you have natural talents and that lean into them, you know, be part of that. And that through the experience of living, that, that's how you get better. You know, it is not, it is not becoming something that you're not. It is not trying to learn with something you aren't. It is about embracing who you are and living who you are. And so Red Green very much has this philosophy of, um, true happiness does not come from without, does not come from other people, does not come from other situations. I mean, other people involved, but it it comes from you being true to you. Um, And that, I mean, like I said, one of the things that I, I mean, where I appreciate the the color pie philosophy is um, every color pie essentially has a lesson to learn about life. Um, and the big lesson about red green, I think, is don't don't let fear run your life. Don't let the worry of what could happen prevent you from experiencing things and being things and doing things. Um, and I, I, I like the idea of um, like one of the things that if, if, if you like talk about how 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 do you become good at something. And, and a lot of the beliefs are, are about doing it, 
experience, you know, um, Red Green, I guess, also is very big on experience, is very big on, you know, Blue, Blue, for example, is all about education, and Red Green is like, ah, you know what education is? Doing and learning, that's how you learn, by just going out and being the things that you are, um, so I think for those that are like, one of the things that's interesting to me, one of the reasons I love the color pie is that it's, it's a whole bunch of ethos wrapped up together, a whole bunch of different philosophies wrapped up together. And that part of, I think, living life is recognizing the idea that different people have different philosophies. And it's not that other people are right or wrong. It's just, you know, that if you can understand that there's many ways to live your life, and then when you meet other people, understand what choice they've made, it makes you see people in a different light. So for example, if I meet somebody who is at their core a red-green person, what I'm trying to say today is, this is who they are, this is what they want. You know, that being a red-green person is about looking within, listening to your, to your heart, listening to your gut, doing what feels like the right thing, and then and, and embracing, embracing the idea that life's messy and I'm, I'm just gonna get in, you know, like, like a red, for example, a red-green cook. Yeah, I'll use my name. Uh, I think if you took something like a white-blue cook, that is about taking classes and reading books and, you know, really learning about the essence of, you know, I will learn to cook because I will learn all there is about cooking through people who can teach me the essence of what being a good cook is. And that's great. And there's lots of people in the world who, hey, that the, the way you want to see the world is by, by seeking out education and learning from things. A red-green cook is going to get in the kitchen and make something. And the first thing they make, probably isn't that good. But they'll learn something, and they'll make something else. And maybe that thing's, eh, probably still not that good, but maybe a little bit better, you know? And you'll keep doing things. You'll keep acting on things. Um, and the, the idea, essentially, is how, how do you become a good cook? Eh, cook. Keep doing it. And that, you know, when the dust settles... Yeah, maybe a blue, a white-blue person has their book of recipes that they've carefully crafted where red-green is like, well, ah, I just bake and I throw things in and I taste it and I go, eh, this needs a little more salt. And I, you know, um, you know, the red-green is going to live in the essence of, you know, a, 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 a true red-green uh, chef is somebody who, it, it's about just feeling what the right ingredients are and feeling what the right amounts are and tasting and just reacting. Um, and that... That's okay. That's a cool thing. You know, one of the things that I, I like about the color pie philosophy is that each color really has has its own way of, of being. And so hopefully today, I want you to recognize the, the values of red-green and what red-green is about. And I, I, uh, I don't know, I, I, I get a kick out of this sort of, um, I, I'm looking at it. Anyway, I'm, I'm almost to work. So we are, like I said, we have a little extra traffic today. So you get the, the extra extended version of, of red green, um, but that's the cool thing about it. On, on some level, the irony of ironies is uh, red green. Uh, if my podcast were based solely on the color pair uh, and not on like my drive to work, uh, red green probably would be the fastest in out. Live life, do this, boom, see ya. You know, um, so it's kind of funny talking most about it. Red, red green is the color that hates. Like red green would go enough, stop talking about me, move on, go do something. So anyway, there's some irony in that. Uh, I get to talk a lot about red-green. It's a color pair that at least wants me to be talking about them. Um, but what I will say, I guess, is I guess the, the red-green lesson is um, 
hey, maybe every once in a while act like red green and see what it feels like. And maybe what you'll find is there's some coolness there, that there's some there's some excitement in embracing the now, embracing the moment, and that sometimes in your life you want to do something and just do it. Live it. Be it. Don't don't worry about the consequences. Don't, you know, just enjoy the act of, of doing. And that that I guess is the lesson today of Red Green. Uh, is you know sometimes you just want to get in there and and be and do and that it's okay to get messy and it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to you know have flaws and have things not go perfect that that's that is not such a horrible thing and that from that there's a great beauty of of living in the moment and, and, and being there so the way I'll wrap up my red green podcast is say um you know, maybe when you see an opportunity, um, try living life a little bit on the edge, in the flow, you know, rather than thinking things out, just just act in the moment and, and, and try it. And if it's something you don't normally do, eh, maybe you'll see some of the joy in that, that there is, there's a lot of fun in, in living in the moment. And so, Red Green, I tip my hat to you. Um, but anyway, I'm now at work. So we all know what that means. This is the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Okay, my thing does not want to shut off. Maybe it's, it's red, green, living in the moment. So uh, <laughs> the extra vote, see if you guys probably, some of you stopped listening. because like, he said goodbye. Um, but sometimes my machine does not want to shut off. So it just really likes red green. It's embracing my red greenness. So anyway, <laughs> um, goodbye. Why won't you shut off? Okay, there it is. Okay, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye-bye.